2: You're listening to continuing coverage of Operation Stay Cool on the Garage Logic Radio Network.
0: That's very sobering, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's very hot.
0: 88 degrees. Lovely. It's a summer day.
3: Uh, I don't know about lovely.
0: Let's clear up something from yesterday. Oh.
3: What didn't we look up?
0: Neil writes... Yesterday, you talked about how the SEALs in Thailand should get their nation's highest honor. I am currently part of special operations, and I agree that those divers should be honored for their actions. However, if this, had been, if this had happened in America, and it was American Navy SEALs, they should not get a Medal of Honor for this. The Congressional Medal of Honor is given to individuals who go above and beyond the call of duty. If your job is to go rescue people from a cave, it's not really above and beyond. It's just your job. There are instances where people have saved and rescued others, but usually it's at great risk to their own life, that is, running into a boiler room on a ship that is about to explode. We as a nation must hold tight to the strict standards of these metals and not sully the history behind it and those who earned it for great acts of valor. To stay on the same line, talking to several British service members over my multiple deployments, they have told me that being knighted is not the highest honor in their mind. It would be the Victorian cross. Most British service members feel the Victorian cross is more honorable and shows true heroism and bravery, usually during wartime environments. They have said that being knighted is what you give to celebrities and other people who do great things. I think a Medal of Freedom would be more appropriate or something similar. Just my two cents. I am currently deployed and listening to you via podcast Neil.
3: Love the podcast. Huya,
0: Huya, huya. Yeah, huya. Deployed. I'm sorry, where did you
3: mention the He doesn't New say State? where oh, he's he deployed. Special oh, bro,
2: operations. Suppose, he uh, ain't yeah. telling us.
3: Commando Airborne That's tactics. Secret. Psst, don't tell anybody. Nang, Trom Nang, been all around them places.
2: Man, we got people out there.
3: Let's, That's uh, cool.
2: uh, thank you, Neil. Wait,
3: Neil, tell all your uh, military special ops parties as well about Garage Logic because they'll fit right in. Let's stay on the cave uh, in the New York
0: Times headline. Does climate change have anything to do with floods in Thailand? No. The New York Times managed to blame the predicament of the youth soccer team on climate change. About... Uh, After 12 members of a youth soccer team and their coach were trapped in the Tham Luang cave in northern Thailand nearly three weeks ago, their plight and then their rescue captured the world's attention. By now, it's well known that their predicament was caused by rising floodwaters in the cave. What is less known is that the pattern of precipitation that ensnared them is in keeping with broader climate change, uh, broader climate changes to the region's seasonal monsoon that researchers have attributed to climate change. No one is suggesting that climate change itself was responsible for trapping the boys in the cave. Yes, you are. That's exactly what that's they're exactly suggesting. exactly what you're doing. Who wrote this? Kendra Pierre-Lewis from Universityville for the New York Times. That's exactly what you're... That's exactly the suspicion you want to plant because it's in your template. It's part of your agenda. If this is true... And I'll see if this story corroborates what I'm about to say. Why in the hell has there been a sign up there for God knows how long saying,
3: don't go in here. It's the rainy season. Right. Every, every year. Every year.
0: Uh, does it say anything? Okay. No one is suggesting that climate change itself was responsible for trapping the boys in the cave. Well, that's exactly what you're saying, New York Times, which is why I only... Well, I rarely use your material, but I am now. I do go to you for obituaries. Brief downpour, brief downpours have always been common during Thailand's wet season, which runs from late May to early October. Periods of a week or two of relatively heavy rainfall are punctuated by drier periods. What does that have to do with your, your claim that? The alternating dry wet periods are called seasonal oscillations, said Arnold L. Gordon, a professor of earth and environmental sciences at Columbia University. That variation has always happened, unrelated to climate change. But what has changed in recent years is that those wet periods have been wetter. Mm, Okay. It's likely climate change in the sense that there's more moisture in the air, Dr. Gordon said. Warmer air can hold more moisture, and when the air has more moisture in it, you'll get wetter wet bands and drier dry bands. Flash floods were known to be a danger in the cave and a sign at the entrance warned against entering in the rainy season, but the strongest rains normally begin in July. So the boys and their coach may have been caught off guard when they ventured inside the cave on June 23rd. Oh. So see if you if if this is your narrative and this is your agenda, you literally would adhere to the dates. You, you would, you would fall under the rubric of those who believe that you should know what the temperature is supposed to be. In other words, this person, you, you could interpret this writing to suggest that this person said, the, the writer for the Times, well, it's okay that they went in the cave June 23rd because the rainy season doesn't start till July
3: 1st. Nature has no calendar. This, this is unbelievable.
0: Though the total June rainfall in the area, 9.6 inches, was only slightly higher than average, five of those inches fell between June 21 and
3: 28. Okay. So he was just off on his calendar work. He should have said, it starts on the 23rd, that's when you go. With or any go. individual event, it's hard, to
0: pinpoint the, it's hard to pinpoint the blame to climate change, Dr. Tandon said, but it's certainly in keeping with the trends in the sense of, do we see statistically more events like this? And the answer is yes. Well, we've never seen an event like that. We have never seen an event like that to the best of my knowledge we have never had a tactical rescue of 12 youths of a soccer team and their coach from a cave in Thailand never not once and if there was a soccer team and their coach that went in there in 1922 or 1858 we wouldn't have known about it they probably out. died they're wiped out hmm. it's it's bad journalism when you posture in the headline climate change and then have to report in, you have to quote people who basically are telling you, well, we can't, we can't say that it's climate change. What was the point of the article except to, except to reinforce that a very strong component of the narrative of many, not all, Many news gathering institutions in this country, most principally the New York Times, a strong component of their narrative is that man is ruining the earth. So they will, they will use every opportunity to drive that home, including the preposterous notion that climate change, the climate has always changed, that climate change was responsible for the trapping of these kids and their coach in the cave.
3: So, do you think when they go
0: and quote people who have to tell them, well, no, no, it might be wetter right now. Uh, June rainfall there was just about average. Uh, what was the point of this? Somebody tell me the point of this because I know what the point was. The point was you got another chance to hammer home an important part of your narrative, but which is
3: misleading and dangerous. But where did it start? Does it start with the editor saying, "Let's put a climate change twist on this," or is this the reporter saying, "You know what I think? I think it was climate change, so I'm going to start it and really not back it up." It's it. an institutional mindset
0: that would that would embrace uh, both editors and reporters. It, it's it's literally part of a template. You know, abortion is good, guns are bad, climate change is real, uh, on and on and on. Trump is bad. Uh, Obama was good uh women are women are better than men it's it's all in the narrative it's it's just it, it, it it's what colors the way they report. who's on line one
1: T- Tim or Tom Tom hey Joe hi you know my question invariably for folks who espouse stuff like this is what are you doing about it? Well, they're doing nothing about it. Exactly. I mean, the New York Times, between running the printing presses and shipping their their papers and sending reporters across the globe, are burning more fossil fuels than you and I combined in a lifetime.
0: And Al Gore burns as much electricity in his mansion as most small towns in Kansas. Exactly.
1: And that, that brings me to a point you might consider a bit esoteric, but um, you and I have discussed before how, like, I'm not a religious person anymore, but... I think what we're seeing in our country is a result of a people who have lost sight of something greater than themselves. Oh, absolutely. This is, for these people, this is theological in nature. Exactly. So I'm thinking back to when I came of age during the day of the TV preacher, and how the left in particular, rightly so, gleefully watched as uh, Jim Baker, etc., fell due to their own hypocrisy. Right. And yet here we are 20 30 years later with a new religion yeah. if you will the greatest transgressors are the folks preaching the loudest and nobody sees the irony.
0: We do in garage logic. Thank you sir. Yeah, all right. What who have I told you is the only guy who could lecture me? Rupe uh, oh, Pedro Luca. Pedro Luca. The only guy I'd listen to. His name is Luca. Pedro Luca. Yeah. And he's the hermit in uh where? Uh Argentina.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, South South America.
0: Ironically Central. enough, lives in a cave. Yeah. But right. not so far in that he can't get out.
3: But he's the only one that could speak with never authority. Never
0: used electricity. Never used any energy whatsoever. Doesn't own a car, doesn't own any appliances. Gets his water from the stream,
3: gets his food from the woods. He's the only guy. This if person uh, Too bad if he just walked around the bend He'd see like the quick trip from Argentina Or whatever, you know <laughs> he's just He just doesn't, he hasn't ventured out far well, enough he's, Just around No, the he bend. goes into town once in a while Yeah, but, but, when he, but he
0: doesn't, you know, he doesn't take an Uber Does Argentina right. have a quick trip? Uh, they got let Whatever time I town think happens, so yeah. we know it, and he feels fine, Joe Sujoli.
3: Nice job, brah. It, 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 you still got it? Windmill
0: alert, this just in. Uh-oh. Email or time alerting me. Windmilling alert from the left. Hmm. Some disabled rights advocates are speaking out against the emerging trend of restaurants and other companies phasing out the use of plastic straws, arguing that the alternatives can be inadequate for customers with various disabilities. Plastic straws have been disappearing from coffee shops, airlines, hotels, and more, amid concerns that they frequently wind up as ocean waste presenting an environmental hazard. The campaign against them accelerated this week amid news that Uh, Starbucks and American Airlines and Hyatt are drastically reducing their use, in some cases opting for strawless plastic tops on some drinks instead. But disability advocates feel they've been shut out of the conversation. Mm. The disability community, foghorn them, please. I'm sorry, but...
3: They need to be foghorned. uh, Disability community.
0: Community is foghornable. Is concerned with the ban because it was implemented without the input of their daily life experiences, says Catherine Carroll, policy analyst at the Rochester, New York-based Center for Disability Rights. Plastic straws are an accessible way for people with certain disabilities to consume food and drinks, and it seems the blanket bans are not taking into account that they need straws and also that plastic straw replacements are not accessible to people. Popular alternatives for plastic straws include options made from biodegradable paper and metal, the latter of which are typically reusable once cleaned. But Jamie Sizmokwiak, founder of the Scotland-based 1 in 5 Disabled Rights Campaign, says those options may not suit people with certain disabilities. For instance, Sizmokwiak, who says he has arthrogryposis, A condition that affects the movements of his joints. Says some people can take a longer time to drink, leading paper straws to get soggy or even disintegrate, potentially increasing the risk of choking. He added that metal straws are usually inflexible, making them more difficult to use for people who have a mobility-related impairment.
3: That is for a garage logician to figure out in the garage. Okay, look at with this... With this microphone, we can move this around. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the, the dishwasher, we just need a a metal thing that's Dish. flexible for these people with disabilities. What do you mean? What do you mean the dishwasher? Like you know, the um, uh, when you're working at a restaurant, and you got the uh, the 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 faucet for the guy that's washing the dishes. Yeah, it's you just need something flexible. Well, that's a the the point
0: of this. This is Time Magazine. The point of this is that the dis, uh, disabled community does not feel that they have been brought into conversation they believe their voices are not heard so that's that's windmilling
3: i don't know if i should say this i have a million dollar idea that i'm going to have one of my children implement as an entrepreneur uh, as a, a a new company a product
0: yeah let's see if it's been done before
3: no i can't give it away
0: that's the whole point of million-dollar ideas on well, this why show did you miss? Because this is you have to give this it one away. Is, this one is going to work. No, no. Then you give it away. You have to. That's, that's the nature yep. of the million-dollar idea. Right, Reeves? Yep. You okay. can't get off the hook. No, you can't
3: This will that. be in a competition at, when at her When I said college. portable parking lot,
0: which was genius, I said it out loud. Yeah, but this is one that... Now, Matt, I'm not kidding. What is it? You have to do it. Or never what open if, your mouth again. What if somebody copies it?
2: I don't care. I got
0: the
3: Google ready. Let's
0: go. yeah, hurry up. Do a straw it. Straw kit.
3: What do you mean? A a a metal a metal straw. Yeah, with uh you know a little pipe cleaner so you can clean it out, and you have it in a little case. And this would be for people that would daily you know drink coffee or slushies or need a since they're going to ban plastic straws. Yeah.
0: I'm not so sure this addresses the needs of the disabled community.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. You would find someone that would, could could make those straws flexible. A straw kit. Huh. A straw kit. And the, the ones for the disability, those models would be a little higher end. Hey, but hon. if you're just a kid, you know, and, and you're, you're drinking your coffee, and you, you could clean it after every time it comes in a little case, yeah. and you just keep reusing that. The straw
2: kit. I'm on it. Straw.
3: Kit. And there's no way in hell you're going to find it, I bet.
0: Honey, let's go to Aguirre's. But wait, wait! I gotta get my straw kit. <laughs> I got. I left it. This in the, is more for. On I the left go it like, in the car. Damn uh, it, coffee
3: walking around. or, you know. Uh oh, sorry, Rook. It's out there, isn't it, Reeves? Yeah.
0: no, it is. isn't. Of not. course, it is. That's the point of million-dollar ideas. Oh, wait a minute, we wait cannot minute. successfully have one.
2: I may have jumped the gun. No, you find jumped one, damn it. Guarantee. It's the straw kit, but this is look at this is like a an assortment of straws for <laughs> yeah, a same kit. Thing. Crazy same straw, thing. crazy same thing,
0: eggs. close enough same thing
3: same thing same thing if anybody copies me you're in big trouble yeah
0: hey fellows let's head to the bar what, what am, am I, I?
3: manitou island you're bringing the, who's bringing
0: the straw kit
3: <laughs> yep John He is
4: then dot org <laughs>
0: got Elvis. I got Elvis on my elbow. That's what I thought. When you flex, what happens?
4: When I flex, Elvis <laughs> I got <who> <laughs>
1: on the back of my it's been,
0: I, I'm constantly amazed, when after I all heard. these delightful years in radio, what fires people up. <laughs> the lines are full. Uh, Kelsey is bailing you out, Rook. How so? Wax draws
3: How about that? Uh-huh. They just disintegrate and uh you yeah. can make them into a little ball
4: and you can reuse them.
0: <laughs> Here's John Hyde in the newsroom and if the callers want to hang on,
4: uh we'll get to you uh following the news. Got that, it. Thanks, Joe. Partly sunny and 88 degrees, a little steamy out there. Heat index at 98 right now. Not oh. for you. I bet Tw- this has never happened before. <laughs> Twins open up a four-game series tonight against Tampa Bay at Target Field. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Uh, Good lefty Blake Snell pitches for the Rays. Uh, The Twins have put Logan Morrison on the 10-day disabled list. He has a left hip impingement. Sure he does. Entire oceans disappeared a billion years ago.
0: Uh We weren't around. Uh The climate has always changed. What does it have to do with Logan Morrison's head? <laughs> because that's terribly uninteresting to me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Taking his spot on the roster is infielder A. Ray Oh, good. Coming, he's back. Coming back from
0: 10th <laughs> disabled You know which team has the best ERA in baseball? I heard the boys, uh, uh, Phil and Judd, talking about this.
2: The Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa.
0: Since since the middle of since May. Since the middle of May. Yeah. yeah. Hmm? Are, are, do they do weird things? Like, it's the future of baseball, unfortunately. What do they do? Start a reliever? They'll put they, a guy in for an that. inning, and yep. then
2: they'll bring in another guy, and and they'll bring in another guy. Well, it's it's working. It's a product of small market baseball. And the Rays were kind of on the forefront of doing this years ago because they don't have a budget. What's the theory? That they can maximize... Uh, they don't need a starter? Right. Well, they they have a couple. Yeah, like, the guy, guy that's starting tonight, tonight yeah. is leading the league in ERA.
0: So he's not going to be yanked after an no, inning? No, no, no. no. no, no.
2: But he's... they only have, what, John, four regular
4: full-time yeah. starters, and then on their fifth day, they just go to a bullpen game. The guy who leads them in saves, I think, has started, what, two or three games mm-hmm. for him and pitched an inning or two, and then they take him out. So. Hmm. Uh, news notes from today: Authorities say the driver of a truck that had a six hundred to eight hundred pound boulder fall off and hit a vehicle, killing a mom and daughter, has now been arrested. Wow, there are lots of weird ways to die yeah, in there. Yeah. Rosemount Police Department said 33 uh, year old Joe Check, owner of Czech Services, was arrested Wednesday. The crash occurred Monday on Rich Valley Boulevard. Rosemount Police said 67 year old Kara Jean Christensen and her daughter Jenna Helene Christensen, 32, died in the crash. God, police my. say the family's Toyota Avalon was headed north on Rich Valley Boulevard when the landscaping truck came up over a railroad crossing and the boulder rolled off the truck. Mm. Investigators were able to identify the truck involved belonging to check services. The police department said investigators were able to figure out check was driving the vehicle at the time he was arrested in Invergrove Heights yesterday. He's being held in Dakota County jail and charges are pending a number of questions. Mm -hmm. Did. Do, you, do we suspect that the driver knew the rock fell off? The police chief, when he was interviewed on television that I saw, said he doesn't see any way the driver could not have known. Second question. Do
0: we know how close the car was? Uh, that One I, thing I motorcycling taught me was never follow anything being towed. Wait a minute. Or, it, or, it, or, I thought they were. It trailer. was. Oh, go ahead, John. It wasn't being towed. No, I, was, I meant to clarify. Oh, okay. Not only anything being towed, but any load that looked precarious. Yeah. That's what I was taught in motorcycling. And There's,
2: we we know for a fact that it was following the truck because I I had heard a report that they were going in opposite directions. That I don't know.
4: Okay, I, I'm not sure of that. Uh, the truck though was uh, like an enormous pickup kind of truck, and the rocks were in the back of the truck, mm-hmm. and like they were a steak they were tied truck, down, so yeah. to speak. A exactly. steak, steak yep. truck. Wow. Yeah. So those two men who filed a lawsuit after being charged for landing a float plane on a lake near the Ryder Cup in 2016. <laughs> have reached a settlement with the city of Chaska and Police Chief Scott Knight. Charges were later dismissed against Dean Scott Johnson and James Render, the pilot and passenger in the plane. In that lawsuit, they claimed they were not aware of any restrictions on the lake, and they said B that— B as in B, S as in S. Oh, no, but, Chris, they were proven correct. And they said their rights were violated. They got some money from this, Chris. So there wasn't, there wasn't any prescription against landing on the lake that they could find. They claimed the incident caused them embarrassment and emotional distress. They were seeking in their lawsuit $225,000 court documents show a settlement was reached this Tuesday, but terms of the settlement... That's my money, by the way. ...were not released. Their attorney, Dan Rasmus, said Mr. Johnson and Mr. Render agreed to settle their case because it was never about the money. They brought the civil rights lawsuit to establish they were fully compliant with all aviation rules and regulations when they landed the plane. What county is that, Chris? Carver County. Uh, If I remember correctly, the Carver County
0: sheriff had to admit that he was unaware of any flight restrictions. But they knew fully well that the right cup was going on well, so what that's not the point I, that's not the point they, they wish to make
3: they could fly in on a, a float plane they're just kind of showing everybody the current can look what i can I thought do. it was kind of cool <laughs>
4: yeah city mm. of
3: ch-
0: you know if 14 shooting up the place that'd be different right. but there were two guys that just said hey Let's go to the writer. Yeah, the largest uh, spectacle in <laughs> sports history. Oh,
2: we didn't know we could land a
0: plane here. Well, they could land the
2: plane. That's they, the point Joe's could.
4: making.
0: Mm-hmm. They could, Chris. There was no prohibition yeah, against fine. it. Yeah, that's fine. Well, so your hard-earned I'm Carver let- County money uh, helped... <laughs> What don't you understand?
2: I, I understand completely. They were completely within their legal right. Yeah. They're not egotistical jackasses in any well, they way whatsoever. Might have been, but that was—that they—that they deb- really the wasn't yeah. the point.
4: Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> it's not illegal. Lot playing everywhere. Unlike Chris Reaver, the city of Chaska has declined to comment on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> I read a. Uh,
0: this is a side that has, <clears throat> completely off the topic. But I was reading a piece by Jay Leno, in the Haggerty Insurance uh, Magazine. Uh huh. Hagerty Insurance for Classic Cars, and he writes a column <laughs> every month.
3: Yeah, You're telling us like we know what? the magazine. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, he said, you know, when should you sell the car? When should you not? How long should you hang on to it? And he said he and his wife sold their home in the Hollywood Hills for less uh, than they might have gotten to it, but he was kind of patting himself on the back. He said they, they sold it to a single mother, and they had the curtains cleaned and the whole deal, and when he came back to look at the house, it had been torn down. It turns out she 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 worked for a real estate company and tried to find deals. And then they would uh, tear down the houses and build new ones. Oh. And the point was, the, I'm getting back to yeah. I'm getting back to the pilots. The point was, Leno said nothing. I could do about it. It was legal.
2: Hmm. And by the way, John and I are like a married couple. He did that story just because he knew not. I was going to get wound up. I thought I it was
4: very interesting because we had talked about the story before. Mm-hmm. So the fact that now it's come to a conclusion and they reached a settlement with the city, I found that to be a compelling You're news story. You're about to come to a conclusion.
0: <laughs> so he and his wow. wife the basically news, thought... The news is going to
3: continue now, Rook. But they thought they were going to do charity the news work. news is going to continue. Well, they no. we
4: thought they were doing a nice thing. yeah. 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 You know what's interested me most in this conversation? Huh. What the hell is that magazine you get? And do you get it every month? Oh,
0: it's Hagerty. It's about insurance <laughs> for people. No, it's Hagerty. Uh, it specializes in insurance <laughs> for collector cars, and they publish six times a year a really wow. nifty magazine huh. about <gasps> barn finds and things like that. Interesting. You know how did you find? You know what you? Can how do? Did, you this, uh, wax how did you find this? How did you find this Haggerty?
3: Haggerty came in today, so You're, we're going to be out there. Does he run to the mailbox, too? Oh, right it's got to be Hagerty right. Day. Uh, CP, oh. CP sits across from him with her hands on her knees going, Read another one, Joe. Read another one. Read about the, the new car. Any <laughs> barn finds right. this month, honey? All right, then. The news is going to continue with John.
4: North Korean leader Kim oh, Jong. Thank you for allowing that. Yeah. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un praising President Trump in a letter written before U.S.-North Korean talks hit a snag last week, saying the U.S. president's energetic and extraordinary efforts in reshaping ties between the two countries will help create what he called a new future. The letter's date indicates it was written before Secretary of State Michael Pompeo's visit late last I week to I know reading Pyongyang. a
0: magazine is completely foreign <laughs> to you. You know Unless what? it's uh, collecting no. uh, yarn to make a new bonnet or you something. You know what? I'm going
3: to make you eat those words right now because you know what I did yesterday? Oh, no. This ought to be good. Uh, this, is honest. Uh-huh. this is the honest-to-God truth. You read a magazine. No. People. I went to Goodwill last night. To get magazines? No. I was looking at the book list, and I bought Child 44. All right. For real. Not yeah. even joking. For real? It's like a buck. Na- for real? Good, buck right. 99. Well, you're going to enjoy it. I am yeah. I am going to read it. For yeah. real. And you did that because you were
2: recommended
0: by Author's Corner on
3: the Tune GL tomorrow page. Tomorrow to Author's exactly. Corner.
0: We're going to make an edition tomorrow. Reeves, you got to help me put it up there. I want to do it.
3: He's off tomorrow. so Yeah, he's off it Might He might, might be seeing it on
4: Monday. It might be you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you will be seeing it Monday. I'm
4: a little rusty on it. Yep. <laughs> the letters date uh, from Kim jong How much <laughs> vacation is... do you get? More than Kenny? Reeves Me? Yeah. I'm always here. You he he said, said more you're off tomorrow. Karen. Yeah. Okay. Like his sixth week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kim Jong, I should be lectured about this uh, by you, too. a nice two. letter, did he, John? <laughs> uh, yeah, he did, but apparently it was written before Pompeo was there, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and uh, that uh, meeting, you might recall, did not go well. Concluded with North Korean state media calling the U.S. approach cancerous and gangster-like. Okay. Also predates the planned meeting of the return of U.S. Remains that uh, North Korean uh, officials stood up. American counterparts they didn't show up for the meeting right. Dave Doll.
0: you'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design here's Joe Souchere
1: nice, hi
5: Dave sauna out there Joe Thanks, it's a sauna out I love there. it 88 right now, dew point 75, heat index 98. That heat index is going to go over 100. We're going to probably have a high temperature somewhere in the lower 90s. Uh, 70 for the overnight low tonight. Showers and storms are expected to develop sometime right around the dinner hour. So from 6 o'clock. Uh, scattered all the way through the night. We're going to have a front that's uh, kind of stalled out here in southern Minnesota, and that'll be the focus for some locally heavy rain. They had some very heavy rain up around Lake Mille Lacs, around Mora. Anywhere from three to six inches of rain fell there early this morning. Um, That cluster of thunderstorms has weakened and moved across the northern portions of Wisconsin. For us now, overnight tonight, that's going to be our problem. That same front that caused the rain last night up to our north is going to be sitting about right over us tonight. Showers and storms will last through early tomorrow, 84, and then mostly cloudy skies tomorrow night down to 69. And then warm and humid for Saturday, some isolated storms possible by nighttime hours. I think most of the days should be dry, warm and humid, 85 for the high, 86 on Sunday. And then on Monday, we're looking for a high temperature right around 80. We're going to stay in the upper 70s, low 80s much of next week. So it's going to get a lot more comfortable by early next week. Until that time, a hot and humid day today up to about 92. Right now we're at 88, Joe. All right. Thank you.
0: talk about straws, but you, you opened a can of worms, but you should be happy. Here, I'll tell you why. Why? You are, you were exactly in keeping with our million dollar segment, because it's been done. Here, frequent emailer Tom <laughs> Wilson. Uh, and it's people called, have already copied me? It's called a Bahoki Essential Set of Four Metal Drinking Straws with Cleaning Brush. Eco-friendly and reusable from Amazon. Straw kits, they're out there. Crap.
3: Look at how fast it happened.
0: David... Hail you.
1: Hail you. Yeah, I'm looking at one. It's called the Final Straw. Yeah. It comes in a little case about as big as a Bic lighter. Yep. And it's Yeah. Cleaning kind of... rag. Yep. And it's six eighty nine right now.
0: Where is it? On Amazon?
1: It's. I just Googled
0: uh, reusable straw and All it right. popped up. All right. Thank you.
1: Yeah, it's been done. Well, this sucks. Uh, Ingi you know, when I heard this, I got a cartoon bubble right away. Uh-huh. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a high stakes drinking game with some very serious looking individuals, <laughs> false wearing sunglasses, walking into a to a to a round table and uh, uh, pulling out their little uh, little you know eight inch suitcases. Yeah, like billiards say. players. Yeah. Pretty much. like, Yeah. Yeah. You know.
3: And it's, pat- it's cushioned. Yeah. It's, cu- the, it's the, velvet lined. It, the places yeah. it fit right in a cushioned... Uh... Thanks, Inge. <laughs> you bet. Oh, but I bet they've got good bourbon, Here's too. Here's the huh? last call. I'm going think of a new th- thing now for her to do.
1: Larry? Good afternoon, Joe. Hi. There's been so many times since this subject that I just sat here and shook my head over rookie. But anyway, the whole point of that thing was for the disabled, correct? Right. Well, my thought was as soon as Rookie said something about a straw kit, he opened up a little thing, he got, this is for a disabled
3: person. That's true, Larry, you're correct. He might wasn't not have the equal. handling you're ability. You're giving him more hassle than he had to begin with. Hey, I'm an ideas guy. I'm not logistics, okay? <laughs> All right. I'm an ideas guy. Yeah, okay. All right. Take
4: care. Yep.
0: We're done with straws. Okay. Can I get back to the world's ugliest dog who passed away? Yeah. This, this story is, touches you. Well, it does because I, I like dogs and i I'm convinced that dog dogs don't want any part of the world's ugliest dog contest now we lost we lost the ugliest right yes. yes. from anoka a nine year old english bulldog jaja right yep uh Megan Brainerd of anoka uh we know that uh Jaja died in her sleep uh, and 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 we know that jaja uh, was horribly disfigured yeah uh, essentially. Yeah, but, I saw the
3: picture of the dog. Yeah. It was a, it was a rough, uh, rough goal. Here's my question. Hmm. Does this now mean... Does this now mean... I, think I, I know you're going.
0: The second, the second place finisher is now the world's ugliest dog? You're on the clock. <laughs> Somebody want to call Rover? Do they say to, during the competition, you know, if Jaja
3: fails... If Zsa Zsa can't perform her duties for a year, for the year, then we go to this zit-covered rat terrier over here. You know, then
0: that dog feels bad from Missouri. Because all the dogs who lost the World's Ugliest Dog Contest, they probably were happy. You know, hey, Missouri. it's not me. Look at that
3: bulldog. <laughs> right, right, right. You and know, I'm made. better looking than that bulldog. There's something you have. You're onto something there. Now do you have From to cut her up? <laughs> well wouldn't you think, wouldn't you think that
0: during the course of the year, the world's ugliest dog probably has a few appearances? I mean, Megan, yeah. Megan, call us, Megan. Uh
3: Hopefully you're listening in uh abs-
0: Reeves, Reeves. Yes, sir. Call her. Megan Brainerd, B-R-A-I-N-A-R-D. M E G A N? M E G A N B R A I N A R D of Anoka. <laughs> because she it was it was NBC, NBC's Today Show mm-hmm. that broke the news of poor Jaja having passed. So Megan would know that Jaja, you know, Jaja was booked for about twelve appearances. Chuck and show. Dan's, they got a Purina. they we are going to be on a TV show in Omaha, and and uh, so now what I want to know is, does that crown get passed to the second place finisher?
3: And how long can you, you know, I see the crown on a little, you know, a, a pillow. Yeah. a pillow of some sort and do you have to pass <laughs> it on and how does the what are you laughing at her,
2: huh? her, her facebook page yeah. has her and, and uh jaja in the picture okay wow is that an ugly
0: dog oh it's a terrible well, looking it's a dog but i my heart goes out to the dog cuz i believe that jaja died of shame so now what's the fate of the second the world's uh second place finisher in the world's ugliest dog contest uh From a Facebook page, can you find Megan? That's what I'm doing right now. I wonder. What is it? Well, let's take a break in the hopes that he can, and we'll quickly talk to her if he can find her. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Sucherey.
2: Any luck with Megan? I uh, sent her a message waiting for a response, sir. Okay.
0: You see where Stormy Daniels got arrested? Stormy? What is Stormy doing now? Well, she was at an Ohio strip club, Mm -hmm. but she allegedly uh, touched three undercover detectives during her performance, and that's in violation of state law.
3: Wasn't by accident because she was falling all over the stage. She
0: posted six grand of bail and was released. Uh, Daniels will plead not guilty, according to her attorney Michael Avenatti. What city is this? This was in. Uh, it just says an Ohio strip club. Okay, Columbus, Ohio.
3: Boy, if that's—I uh, mean, that's things must be pretty good in Columbus if they need to set up a sting operation. Well, listen to this. The arrest of Daniels and two others was part of a long-term investigation into
0: allegations of human trafficking, prostitution, and other vice-related violations, Columbus police said. Avenatti said his client was taken into custody while performing at a strip club in Columbus. She was arrested for allegedly allowing a customer to touch her while on stage in a non-sexual manner. Are you kidding me? Avenatti tweeted. They are devoting law enforcement resources to sting operations for this. There has to be higher priorities. Uh... The
2: um, Before we get the 10 million fake news emails, the charges have already been dropped. Really? Yeah. John just came in and popped his head in.
3: What's been dropped? The ch- oh, the charges. <laughs> okay. Under an Ohio law passed. Get this. Here's how it works charges. in Ohio.
0: Yes. Under an Ohio law passed in 2007, an employee who regularly appears nude or semi-nude is prohibited from touching patrons on the premises of a sexually oriented business unless it's a family member.
3: Whoa. So, like Patrick at a baseball game, that's with his creepy. shirt off in the stands, should not be touching people.
0: No, well, that, no, that that's that's not that's a new. Partially new. Nude. Nude. Uh, it sounds to me like those are charges that might have been uh,
3: that should have been dropped. Yeah, who cares? I'm, I'm not, you know, if you're going to the script club, the script club. Yeah, I like a script club. I like a script club. Who was that? Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, yeah that that I like a script club. I like a script club. <laughs> 1,500 ESPN
0: (laughs) is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 88, and Operation Stay Cool is in force because it's getting very steamy.